Cordis, we'll see them. Let's go through the structure of the Haggadah so that we have a general understanding what we do, um, you know, on, on the night of Pesach. There's the Simon, Seder Shal Pesach, which basically goes through the different steps of the Pesach. But I guess within, within the Simon, Seder Shal Pesach, the biggest, uh, the biggest chunk takes up the Magid. Because the Magid is, is many pages in the Haggadah, right? So, so guys, I just wanted to go through. So let's, let's start with the beginning. We'll turn the pages as we go on. Okay? Just to go through what we do. Okay? Now, every, uh, every Yontif, alright, every Shabbos and every Yontif, we bring in the Shabbos, which is called what? It's called the Kiddush. We sanctify the day. So besides Davening Mairiv, in Shul, and we say the Bracha in Mekadesh HaShabbos, we sanctify the Shabbos in the, in the Amida, right? In the Shul. We also say Vaychul HaShamayim on, on Friday night, we say it in Shul. So in addition to that, on the night of Pesach, we have four cups of wine, right? The Chacham instituted four cups of wine. And the cup of Kiddush is one of those four cups. So we start the, um, the Haggadah, I mean, there is before that, the Korban Pesach, but that's already another Pesach. We're talking about in Pesach itself, we start with what? We start with the Kiddush. So the Kiddush over here is not just the regular Kiddush, which we do every, uh, every time. But the Kiddush over here is what? Is a special Kiddush because it's one of the four cups. So there's an additional mitzvah that we do, and that's why we started with the Kiddush. Now, Kiddush is, makes a difference. You know, sometimes when Kiddush comes out at the night, at the week, on a weeknight, Lamosh will say the night is a weeknight, then we just make Kiddush and we don't mention Shabbos, right? If Kiddush is with uh, on a Friday night, then in addition to the Kiddush of Yontav, we're also mentioning Shabbos. That's why, and if the Kiddush is Matzah Shabbos, we also have to deal with Havdalah and the Nair. That's why we have the different Kiddushes on the different times when it comes out. You following? You listening? Yeah. So we have the different Kiddushes. So that, so we started with the first of the four cups with the Kiddush. So that's the first thing. We have the Kiddush over there, right? Now, one of the things of this night is, is we have to tell the story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. There is something about all, every day mentioning Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, we do it twice every day, and we'll see it in the Russia and it brings it down over here. But when we do the Shema Yisrael, at the end of the Shema Yisrael, we have the Parsh of Tzitzis, and the Pasuk says, Laman Tisker, Esim Tzitzis, Chameris Mitzrayim. The Pasuk mentions it in the, in the Pasuk, it's Dabim Neisrom, Art Levis Mitzitzis, Man No, no. We mention Yitzhiz Mitzrayim every single day, twice a day. But that's, and the Rebbe discusses, we're not going through now all the details, what's the chilek of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim all the time, whether it's just mentioning. But there is a special mitzvah of Sipur, of relating the story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. But not only is it a mitzvah to relate Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, the Torah tells us, and even within the sons, as we'll see soon, the Torah tells us different ways. So when we tell the story of, 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 of Egypt, of the Yitzis Mitzrayim going out of Egypt, Torah doesn't just want us to tell the story in a general way. Torah wants us to, to deliver it as a response. 
So in order to get a response, to give it as a response, we need to have what? We need to have a question. Torah wants it to be like a response to a question. Some children don't even ask the question, but the Chlal, the Torah says that you should respond, tell your son, meaning as a response to a question. Some, some kids do ask questions, some don't even ask. Okay, that's another story, but some do. Basically, the Agoda, the, the Sipur, the story of Tzitz Mitzrayim, has to come in a way of a response. So in order to get to, get to talk about it in a way of response, the Chachamim wanted to make different things to get the child to ask the questions, right? So we want, we want the child to ask the questions. So therefore, the Chachamim instituted some things to make changes on this night to get the child to ask the questions. So there are main aspects, and then there's side aspects. There's a few other things that we do, by the way, which arouse questions. But then there's the chatchila things that were chatchila instituted, the chatchila set up in order to have to ask a question. One of them is the karpas. Okay, karpas is usually it's a dip. You take a vegetable, you dip it. Um, usually uh, the karpas is not eaten. You know, you start a meal and you and you eat, uh, and then you make dips and everything else, you wash, that's the way you do, how do you do every, how do you do every uh, Kiddush, every Shabbos, right, every Yontif, you make Kiddush and then you wash, and then you have a Maitzi, right, and then you wash, and then you eat your meal, but here the Chum said no, before we start, we're going to do something strange, and this is all because before we start our meal, we still want you to, we want the child to ask the question, so that is what is the Karpas, so the Chacham instituted Especially to do something to get the children to wonder. They're going to say, we didn't bring yet no food, we didn't start yet a meal, and already we're bringing in uh, dips over here. So therefore we use the karpas. So I just want to say so. But what the karpas is, is to use a dip to do something strange. That was the whole reason. And in, in other words, there is maybe secret reasons, but why they chose dafke, why this particular things. But the bottom line is, the reason for this whole karpas is to uh, get the children to ask the question. Why do we want the children to ask the question? So they'll start asking questions at home so we can give them an answer. Because we want to ask them, once we start asking questions, they'll ask other questions, and then we can give them an answer, yeah? If the whole reason why is that we want to get the kids to stay up and listen and hear everything, why don't we like give them something they want, I don't know, candy or something to keep them up? That way they'll do Why do we have to like, make this everything strange? Well, they actually do these things too. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Chabad doesn't have that custom, but that's one of the reasons why other people have the custom to have them have the Afrikoimen, because to grab the Afrikoimen, that gives them like the the thrill and the excitement to keep them up. But here, right now, we're not talking so much about keeping them up, but we're talking more about um, getting them to ask questions so that we can give a response. That's more, more in the beginning. Why give it as a response. If they, if they ask the question, what happens if somebody else, people ask the question and they listen? Or is that the only way that they're going to listen is if they ask the question? No, but it's not only that. But right now we're not talking about why, but the Torah says that you do it as a response to a question. So that's why we do the uh, Karpa, that's why we do the Karpa. Now, the Chlal, whenever we do a Tibul Mashkin, whenever we dip a vegetable in water, Right, and you eat it with your hands. So then there is a machloikis in the Shulchan Aruch, whether you have to wash for it or not. Whether it's the same thing like bread or not. According to some, you have to wash, just like you have to for bread. According to others, we don't. 
to those that say we do, you would actually make a bracha. When you wash, when you eat a vegetable, you eat it with your hands, and it's a tip of mashkin, it's a tip of water, you make a regular until you die, just like we do for bread, according to some opinions. We don't. Well, I'm saying, according to other opinions, we don't. Because it's a machloikis about that. What do we do when we have a machloikis and we're not sure whether we make a bracha or not? We do it without a bracha. A bracha, you don't say when you're not sure. Suffolk bracha is lahaka, we don't want to make a bracha when you're not sure. But we're still going to do. The compromise is that we do it anyway, because there's no, nothing wrong in doing it. You should do it. But to make a bracha, you have to be sure that you have to make a bracha. You can't just make a bracha, right? So therefore, that's right, because a bracha vatala would be a terrible thing. So that's why it's not a chumrah to make a bracha, it's a chumrah not to make a bracha, because you, don't, you, want, to make, you want to mention Hashem's name in vain. It's one of it's in the Seres Adibris. Lishis Hashem is kecha lashav. You're not allowed to mention God's name just in vain, just to say Hashem's name. So you have to have only when you have to say it. So when we don't know, we don't say it. So therefore, we have like this. So that's why after Kaddish we have urchats. So we wash our hands because we're going to have a tibul mashkin. The reason we're going to have a tibul mashkin is because we're going to uh, have latmiyat tenekis to make the children ask, right? And before we make the karpas, we make a bracha, right? Why do we make a bracha before we eat the mashkin? Because before you eat anything, you have to make a bracha, right? So we have to make a bracha on the karpas. The karpas, since it's a vegetable... We, we, we make a bracha on it. Huh? We make a bracha on it. So we make a bracha. What kind of bracha do you make not, on it? A vegetable? for washing. What kind of bracha do you make on it? For vegetable and bread So make a bread Now, because you make a bread now later on in the meal, we're also going to have what? We're going to have the mother. Matter of fact, we're also going to have... The kairach, you're going to have more twice. You're going to have more by itself. And you're going to have more as part of the kairach, part of the service, right? So, and over there, it's a question whether you have to make a bracha. Why? Because it comes in the middle of the meal, because you already washed over there. Right now, you didn't wash it, so it's not in the middle of the meal. Now, you know, some things that you eat in the meal, you have to make a bracha for, some things you don't. If it's part of the meal, then you don't make a bracha for it. If it's not part of the meal, then you do make a bracha for it, like for dessert. Like, it's not called part of the meal, so then you don't make a bracha for it. So the same thing is, it's not just because you're eating something in the meal, you don't make a bracha. Something which is at all not connected to the meal, you would make a bracha. The moderate is not so clear whether it's part of the meal or not. So the best thing is, we're making a bracha right now. When we say the bracha for the tibu b'mashkin, for the, for the karpas, you're making a doma. So we say, you know what, keep in mind also the hadoma that you're going to make later on, that you need to make later on. Since we're not sure, don't keep in mind that and be yoitze that bracha, that be yoitze the murder also. So the holidays, you don't have to make a bracha later on the murder. And also, the murder of the kerch. I just want to understand, the murder of the... Huh? The should not be a shah because you're eating with the matzah. But the Rebbe says, Mepherish, I don't think, the Rebbe says, Mepherish, also. Did you look at the Altar Rebbe Shukhnaruch? We've got to take a look at the Altar Rebbe Shukhnaruch, what it says there. But Lechayda is eating it with the matzah. I had that problem that guy is eating with the matzah. Why should it not be? It's like everything else. Mama should direct it with the matzah. But that's why, that's why the instruction is by the karpas to eat. Uh, that's why the instruction by the karpas is to eat uh, less than a, uh, a kezayis. Why? Why? Because what happens when you eat something, you don't eat a kezayis of it. Let's say if you eat a piece of an apple, or a piece of a vegetable in this case, right? But you eat less than the size of an olive. Do you have to make an after bracha? No, you don't. So over here, we don't want you to eat the size of an olive because we don't want you to make an after bracha. Why? 
Why don't you want? Why don't we want you to make a either kazais to make an after bracha? Why? Because if you made an after bracha, then the burpri adama that you made before you made the bracha will not go on the mother. We want you to be mighty the mother too, right? So, therefore, we want to find a way to make a bracha on the mother. And if you're going to make a ber, a ber, uh, you're going to make a ber nefashis, the after bracha. Then you would have to make if you do have to make a bracha on the mother, you'd have to make a bracha ber pradoma. Now God is not considered a hefsik between the bracha of ber pradoma and the mother that you eat later on. That's not a hefsik. But if you made a ber nefashis, then you'd have to make another ber pradoma. So you'd lose that benefit of the bracha ber pradoma going also on what? Mother. Going on the mother. So that's why we say you eat less than a kizais and have in mind the mother of that and of the kodesh. Okay, so that that's where Karas. All right. So once we've done that, we've gotten the the. Why have we done that now? We started the meal. Why did we start with Kiddush, the four cup? Because that's what we start. We have to make Kiddush means to sanctify the day. That's what we have to do. We wanted to do something to get the children to ask, so we had to do the karpas. So before the karpas, we had to do the rachat, because you wash your hands to go mashkin. That's what we're doing. We're starting over the seder. The seder is to get the children to ask the question. To start the manishtana. That's the start, that's where we have to start, right? So we have to start, so we had to do, so we did the kiddush, that's the first thing. Then we did the karpas to get them to ask questions, to just arise the curiosity. And before the karpas, we had to do the urchat, right? Now the next thing is, the Torah says that the uh, the uh, Haggadah, the relation, the Torah says that it should be Lechem Oini, right? Lechem Oini has a few interpretations. Lechem Oini also means a poor man's bread. A poor man's bread, a poor man's bread doesn't have uh, a full bread, he eats pieces of bread. Can't afford to buy a full piece of bread, so Lechem Oini. So before we're going to start the Haggadah, we're going to have, we're going to have what? We're going to have the matzah broken. And that's what we're going to do the yachats. And we still, why do we do this in the first, before, in the beginning of the Agoda? Because the old Agoda and the questions and the answers has to be over Lechem Oini. It has to be on a poor man's bread. A broken piece. So we have to break the piece. That's what we're going to do the yachats. I just want to back up for one second very quickly and also say that on the table that we have, because we talk about the yachats, on the table we have all the different kinds. You know when we have the different kinds? In the time of the Beis Amigdash, right? How many types, from how many types of meat did the Jewish people bring at that night of the Pesach? Many types? From how many types? What kind of meat did they have at that time? Like one. A cow? Two. No, first of all, what was the carbon Pesach? They had the carbon Pesach. Sheep. What is the carbon Pesach? Either mena kvasim from the sheep or from the goats, right? Mostly sheep, actually. That's what we call Mostly times it was sheep. Okay, that's the most. Reif Pischeim was made out of sheep. So they had the sheep done. But did they have anything else? Matzah. Yeah, but any meat, any other meat? Oh yeah. Well, under if it wasn't Shabbos, it was a karma chagiga, chagiga, uh, and yeah. because because what happens is the people needed more to eat. They didn't have enough from one karma. Apparently, one they needed more meat. So they brought a karma chagiga. A chagiga means a festive karma, and they would eat both. So on an ordinary, most How's people. Enough? What? Yeah. Because each one has a kizai, because a lot of people will count with that. The Quran Pesach would be eaten after, when you're Sevea, but after your Ardi. Right. Yeah. But I don't know, Allah Sevea doesn't mean necessarily from meat. 
you can have be alaseva from matzah and other things also, right? Doesn't have to be nechal alaseva. Okay, but it's not always a korban chagiga. Is not brought. It's not brought betruma. It's only brought bemeruba the mishnah and tzachim. The Gemara says when it's brought, it's only brought uh, when when you need bemeruba. In other words, if you have a lot of people and there's not enough for the korban pesach to feed everybody or alaseva to get to get zarvay, so they would also bring the korban chagiga. But evidently, in most places, most times they would have two types of meat over there. They'd have one meat from the Korban Pesach, and then they'd also have another meat from the Korban Chagiga. So to correspond to these two Korbanes, the Chacham said, use two cooked items, two Tafshilim, on your Seder, just to remember them. So we have the Zeroya and the Beya, those represent the two, uh, the two, uh, the, 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 the two meats that we had on the on Yontem, on, on Pesach, on the night of Pesach. Then the rest of the stuff we actually use during the Seder. So you have also two martyrs, or martyr and chazeres, because one is going to be used for the regular martyr, and the other one is going to be used for marach with the kairer. We're going to use two, right? We're not talking right now exactly the placement of them, but use two. And you're also going to use the karpas, that's the vegetable, you're okay, and you're also going to use the the um, chareses, because you're going to dip it in the chareses. So that's why you have the seder. You also have the three matzahs that you're setting it up, because you're going to end up using the three matzahs. In addition to the hints of three matzahs, the, the three soim that Sarah baked, and Abraham Yitzchak Yaakov, different Ramazim, and the three are Koyen, Levi, Yisrael, and Aram Yisrael, Levi, Koyen, Yisrael, Olav, Levi, Olav, Koyen, Yelech, the way we have it. And the, uh, so we have the different, uh, different uh, reasons for that. But before we start the Agadah, what do we need to do? We want to break the matzah. Why? Because we want to say, Shadi So that's why the order comes. So after we did Kiddush, and after we did the Karpas Tulatmiya, we're starting off the table right away to ask the questions. So then we're getting ready to do the Yachatz. So we do the Yachatz. Now, we're also going to do, to remember the Korban Pesach, we're going to eat a piece of matzah instead of the Korban Pesach. That's what we're going to do. So on the table, we have other, on the Kaira plate, or on the plate we have, on the Seder plate, we have the different things to remember. But we also are making a zeicher to the eating of the Korban Pesach, we're going to eat matzah instead of the Korban Pesach. And that's going to be the Afikoyman. What was the highlight of this night? There were two highlights, right? What was the highlight? Matzah. The matzah and the Korban Pesach. Those were the highlights. And they also had murder, but from the in time of the Torah, right? You had matzah, murder, and the Korban Pesach. Those were the three things that you main main thing. Pesach, matzah, murder. Like we say, kol shlomar, shloshet varimayelolu, as we'll see later on the Agoda, it's Pesach, matzah, murder. These are the three things. But the, the Pesach is considered to be a very important part. So therefore, when we break the matzah, and we want to put away, so we want to have a broken matzah. So we take the bigger piece of the matzah, right? And we put that away for the afikoyma, which we're going to use later on and eat at the time that we ate the afikoyma. When did we eat afikoyma? Afikoyma was a last thing. It's called afikuman. Actually, afikoyma, it's just the opposite of afikoyma, because... After the, the, after the bread, after the matzah, we don't say anymore afikuman. We don't do any more bread. We don't do any more matzah, any eating after that. But the afikuman is considered to be the what? The most important, a very important mitzvah. So the bigger piece will leave the afikuman. Again, by our meaning is we break it into five pieces. Api, uh, api kabola. Break it into five pieces, the afikuman. But the bigger piece from the two is put away for later on. We're going to eat it at the end of the meal. But that's why we do now, I explain to you now, that's why we do the yachats now, right? And then, after we do the yachats, we start with the Magi, with the Agoda, because the Torah wants us to relate the story of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. 
That comes before we start doing the mitzvahs of the day. We want to first relate the story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. So look in the Haggadah. So we're going to start with the Magid. So we'll just go through quickly the order of the Haggadah. Right? Now before we start the Haggadah, it is a, a respectful tradition, um, okay, to not to just sit and, and eat and take care of yourself. It's a respectful tradition to invite people to tell them to come in. That's why uh, the first part of the Haggadah begins sort of with an invitation of When you sit down to eat your meal, I mean, even though you're doing it out in your house, but anytime you have to feel grateful and you have to, if you have something to sit down by a table and food, you and food to sit down and to celebrate, you have to invite anybody else who wants to come. Okay? Either you bring down the lotion of Yifsach or Pesach or Kodetzrich, you're inviting everybody. So that's just the opening, and that's why that comes the first piece. And after that, of course, like I said, we want to start the Agoda. The Agoda has to come out as a response, so that's why we have the Manishtana. So then the children ask the question, the Manishtana, and then we respond to them. Now, in order to start a response, the Gemara says, we have to start with our degradation, how we were low in the beginning, our embarrassment. And then we can appreciate how we are now. So when we come to thank Hashem for our celebration, for being out of Egypt, we want to first talk about how we were uh, before Hashem took us out, right? Because Rabbi said in the second, like, first you need to have the shame, and then you can... That's right, yeah, first you need the shame, first you need just say, like... Let's say someone, let's say I drove to Boston, and that's not something you think you're from somewhere. Let's say I drove from California to Boston. Very good. Mm-hmm. No, no, that, no. Right, I, it's no, just, no, no, not from California. No, the rabbi, I think in the rabbi, somewhere he said that first you have to like... The Gemara, the Gemara says, Maschel Bignus that you, you start with the ignos, with the embarrassment. What is the embarrassment? Where does the history of the Jewish people start? So, yeah, whether it's by Avodma Whether we start with Shrine, why would no Yinu? That's when we became a people, because we were enslaved by Pharaoh, right? Hashem Tukasal gave us the Torah. That's a one place to start. Another opinion says, no, we got to go all the way back to Avram Avinu. Because even though Avram Avinu, the Torah wasn't given yet for many generations till we went out to Egypt, but really it's it started out from them. The history started from Avram Avinu. So we go before Avram Avinu, between Terach, Avram Avinu's father. So where do we start from? We start from Avram, Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, from Avram, back there, or we start from the in the Gemara. Now, the Rebbe deals with this, but Lahalacha, we do both of them. So, we're going to start with Avodah Mayinu. That's where we're going to start. From that part, the response to the child, the Sipri Tzis Mitzrayim. But very quickly, as soon as we're going to do, we'll go over with Avodim Ayinu, we're going to go right back. I want you to take a look for a second. You see, these are two appearances in the Gemara for which we should start. <coughs> but La'alacha, as the Rebbe figures out, <coughs> we, we, we pass him like we start from Avodim Ayinu. So that's why... We don't start from but we start from Avodamayinu. So now look at the structure of Dagoda and you'll see. So we start with Avodamayinu. Avodamayinu is we basically saying to, to, uh, that we were slaves. Hashem took us out of there and um, out of Mitzrayim. 
And now, before we're going to really get into the involved, into the um, in, into the whole thing, we're we're basically saying in this story, we're telling us that because we were slaves and Hashem took us out, we have to say the story of the Exodus of Egypt, and that's why the Gemara brings down the story of Rabbi Lezer, that they were great sages, and they were Kohanim uh, of Israel, and again, everybody, everybody has to tell the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So, the, the, basically, the story is in two, two lines. Avodim hayinu lepare, we were slaves to pare, the Mitzrayim, v'yitzayin Hashem v'lakeinu v'shom b'yot chazok v'roi netuya, gantuk hazavder, v'yilu l'hitzayin HaKadosh Baruch v'shavzayin Mitzrayim, hareonu v'neinu 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 That's the story of Yitzayin Mitzrayim. We would have still been in Egypt. That's the story. That's in short, these six lines, these eight lines, those are the story of Yitzayin Mitzrayim. And he tells us that it doesn't matter, we can be smart, we can know it already, we can be wise, we can be anything. We see that they were Chachamim, they were great sages, still, they kept on telling the story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, called Oisei Halaylo, and, um, and how much important it is. Now the Gemara even, the Haggadah brings down, not only is it important on this night, but we see the importance of 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 Yitzhiz Mitzrayim uh, by day and by night in Lemoise Mashiach, all even though that's not related specifically to Pesach, but already he brings down just to show you how uh, how important it is. So that's the introduction why we have to talk about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. We are going to talk about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. He told you basically what took place in Yitzhiz Mitzrayim and is telling you how important it is that we need to mention Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. He brings in a side point, which is actually not connected to the night of Pesach, because that you have to mention Bayim Valayla has nothing to do with Pesach. That is do all the time, but it just gives you an understanding how important Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is. That Ben Zoymer, the Drasha, Ashid Drasha Ben Zoymer, right? And that is... With that, he he's, he he starts. He stops, and then he he starts the Haggadah by also telling us how much the Torah wanted us to relate this to our children. So he brings down all the different children, the different children, and this also tells us that the Eibushter wanted to uh, to um, to make sure that nobody is excluded, that everybody is included. We're relating it to our children, part of the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. It's just, this is all still of the introduction of telling us how much, first of all, Hashem wants us, everybody to talk about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. We have to include everybody. The Torah gives you four different psukim, talks about four different types of children, just to make sure that everybody hears about the Agada. And then he goes and tells you, that the main time to tell the story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is Yochel Merosh Chodesh is actually now, right now. So, after giving you the introduction that you have to tell it to the four children, he's telling you that the Mekayim, that Mitzvah is right now, as we're sitting by the Seder table, right now, we are Mekayim, the Mitzvah of Sipri Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. That's all the introduction of it, right? And then he goes back to the other opinion, and he really starts going back and starts expounding on, starts explaining the exodus of Egypt. So he gives a, he starts off mitchila evda Again, he starts the grus. He starts again the shame that we started with Terah with Avi Avraham, and then he shows us 
that no matter what, even though that we were low, and first it was Parai, uh, but Hashem promises us, and then He says, Hashem took us out of there. We started low, Hashem took us out. And then He says, Baruch Hashem Rechtachosu, just like Hashem, we were low then by Egypt, uh, at that point, and Hashem took us out. So likewise, Hashem keeps His promise all the time through His prophets, when Hashem tells us that uh, in the end, He's going to take us out, that the suffering, the difficult times will 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 change and that will be saved. So that is the Shaanda Lanu Lavisenu the Lanu that that promise is always stood up for us that whether it's uh, whether it's Padre, whether it's Tarach, uh, uh, whether it's uh, all of a sudden they're all going to uh, uh, we're going to be victorious. So this basically sums up now, up to Lamad sums up the main points. Medaber Bignus, David has helped us, has taken us out, and up to Lamad really is the crux of the Haggadah of the Gnus and telling us how now David promised us and we're saved. You following? You with me? Yeah. Now begins a whole new piece. Now we begin with expounding to making a drasha on psukim. Look very closely, you'll see something very interesting, which I'm sure, I'm almost sure that you missed till, till you're going to hear it now, and you'll know the structure of the Haggadah. From the piece of Tzayu Lamad, okay, all the way up till Rav Yeshiaglili, up till Rav Yeshiaglili Oymer. This is taken from the Sifri on on Dvarim. What's the Sifri? Sifri is a, the Medrash and the uh, like. Either is the Mechilta is on Shmois and the Sifri. That's like the halachic uh, agada that you know. If you see in Rashi always the time, that's the expounding, explaining the Psukim. I mean, that's what Rashi brings down most of the time. That's the Medrash. That's the equivalent. That's the Medrash. On the Medjalocha, yes. But listen, what we're going to do here is with Sayyid look what he's going to do. He's going to take five psukim. You want to take a pasuk in Chumash, or we don't need to? We can look over here. I want you to look. These are just, there is a there is a psukim in the end of the Vodim. The pasuk talks about when you bring the Bakurim over there, right? It says you say to the Abishter, you thank the Abishter for giving you the land. So there the the, the Pasik talks about you thankful to Hashem. You start from the beginning. And we use that those pieces over there as expounding to what Hashem has done for us. That was said at the time that you brought Bikurim. You brought to the base Amigdash, you were thanking Hashem for giving you the land. And for giving you the Bikurim, you were thanking Hashem. These are the words that were said over there. Those words were gonna darshan. I want you to look inside in Dagodin. Look at the Pasik. Arami, we say Arami Ovidovi Vayelit Mitraimo, Vayogar Shombim Seimod, Vayisham Lagoy God Lotsumbarov. You know where that Pasik is from? That's in Dvorin. Perik of Hey, Pasik Hey. Then look at the next Pasik. Skip over to the next Pasik. The next Pasik is Vayoreu on page ninety over here in this Agoda. So this that's the next Pasik. It's Ordal. 
Okay, so then you have that's I just told you that's pasuk hey perikov hey by yerei yosona mitzvah by yinu vayit noleinu v'kasha that's pasuk vav. Okay, now go weiter. Vanitzak al Hashem elikei aviseinu vayishma Hashem eskileinu vayaris on yinu samolim zachzeinu that's pasuk zayin, right? Then go weiter. Then you go to uh, pasuk. That's Pasik Ches, right? So that's Pasik Ches over there. And that covers the entire Haggadah, what we're doing. What does it mean? We brought down these Pasik Hey, Vav, Zion, and Ches. We brought down four Psukim. The Haggadah Darshans from the Mechilta, there's some changes over here, but he Darshans those Psukim. He touches what those psukim mean. Take a look, interesting now. If you take a look. Arami Oividovi, right? Then it says, it starts with Arami Oividovi, right? Then it says, Vayered Mitzrayma. Look what's the next piece. Vayered Mitzrayma. He explains to you. Vayered Mitzrayma means what? And then what does it touch you? What does that Vayered Mitzrayma come? Onus Apiyadibu. What's the next heading? What's the next setting after Raimah and Vidovi? Barry, you have the place? You went back, Raimah and Vidovi is before. Yeah. Um, I want to show you the structure yeah. of the Agoda. Okay, what is the next passage? Vayered Mitzrayma? What does he teach you? What's the first thing? Vayered Mitzrayma? What does he say? Now, tell me, what's the next words after Vayered Mitzrayma? Oh, Look at the next piece. What does that start with? Yeah. Right? What's the next heading? After Yagosham? Yeah, but what comes the next heading after Yagosham? Where does that passage from Seymour come from? That same passage Arami Oivet Ovi. Look again. Put Arami Oivet Ovi. Vayered Mitzrayma. Vayogosham. He's going to touch each one of the words. Look in the passage. It says, Vayered Mitzrayim is going to touch Vayered Mitzrayim. Vayogor Shom is going to touch Vayogor Shom. Vimseim Ot is going to touch Vimseim Ot. Right? Vayishom Lugoy is going to touch the word Vayishom Lugoy. Godel Otsum is going to touch the word Godel Otsum. Varov is going to touch the word Varov. I want you to see it in the Godana. Do you see? Yeah, I found it. Show. I'm missing a book. Give me a few words. Says the whole thing. No? Do you see that? Yeah, Varov. But what is he touching? You see that each one, this heading is touching? It's like the Rashi in the Chumash. So he's like, yeah. Look, do you see? Yeah. What do you see? What do you see now? Vayed Mitzrayim is what? And then it says, Vayogor Shom is what? Vayter, and then Vimseimot. And Vayishom, Lugoy. No, Vayishom Lugoy. Not God, who's the next one? Vayishom Lugoy, no. No, wait, yeah. God will also. Also, No, God will also, but look at the interpretation I got. That's right. And then it says, Varov. Ah, what happens after the. What happens after the peace, Varov? What happens there? Ever. No, what happens after the peace, Varov? What happens after that? After the area, what happens after No, what happens after the area? Where does that come from? 
That's the next pasuk after Rami Ovedavi. I was just showing you. Rami Ovedavi is pasuk hey. Pasuk vav is vayerei yosan amitzvim. Now look right there. What happens after vayerei yosan amitzvim? What happens? Vayerei yosan amitzvim. Come on. Kamashinama. <laughs> So we Arami Evidovi and he's touching you one pasik at a time. Arami Evidovi, by Rayo Sam Mitzvah, what's the next pasik? This is This is Pasik what? This is Pasik Zain. But it's basically saying those four pasik are and then the government. He, he, he says a pasik and he touches it. He says a pasik and he touches it. He says a pasik. Now look at the word. Manitza Kalshimal Kavi say no. What happens here? Oh, and after that, next piece is what? And then he tells you what it is. Then he says, Vayarash Esonyeinu. Tell you what it is. That's a Malayno. He tells you what it is, right? That's Lachatseinu. That's it. It's like the middle of the paragraph. Yeah, okay. Finished. After you finish that pasuk, what does he do by that? That's the next pasuk. Pasuk ten. And then he touches you. Okay, go ahead. Continue going. The next pasuk. The next word. Biyot chazaka is what? Okay, right. The next one. Uvizroya. Is what? Okay, weiter. And then we've made a godl. Weiter. And then we've oisays. And then we've maifsim. Oh, wait a minute. We've maifsim. Right now, stop by we've maifsim. So what does it tell you we've maifsim? Now from we've maifsim, right? From Zehadom, right? Till where does it end the piece of we've maifsim? Tell me that. Where does it end? After Dabshadeh That's right. After, after actually the Tzach HaDash Ba'chab. What happens is, uh, I want you to look at the first Pesach of Emerson. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, what, okay, there's no stop. Because it, in the Agoda, you get mixed up a little bit. I'll tell you why. How do, what is the title of the Pesach? Just tell me in Tzitzis, right? By Dabr Hashem, El Moshe Leim, Dabr Hashem, Marta Leim, Tzitzis, right? What does it mean, Al Kamfi Vigdayim? The Dereisur. What does it mean? But tell me that. Vaasulahem, touch with the puzzle. Vaasulahem. And they should make for themselves tzitzis. Tzitzis. What does it mean, Al Kamfi Vigdayim, the Dereisur? What does that mean? On the four-corner garment. Okay, let me just say, what I'm trying to say is, it's not a stop over there. It's not the Vinosnu Al Tzitzis, but it's Vinosnu Al Tzitzis HaKonof. On the tzitzis of the Konof, they should give what? Tzitzis. Absil Tchelis. The Pasuk says, V'nosnu al tzitzis. Hakonov. And the tzitzis of the konov. And the corner of the tzitzis. You should give what? Absil Tchelis. It's not V'nosnu al tzitzis. And the konov Absil Tchelis. The konov is not Absil Tchelis. What is the Absil Tchelis? How come everybody says, V'nosnu al tzitzis. And the konov Absil Tchelis. Doesn't make any sense. What does the konov Absil Tchelis mean? Konov Absil Tchelis mean. The konov is not Absil Tchelis. Huh? <laughs> yeah, what what is it so what does it mean? How come? Because you know why? Because everybody stopped to kiss the tzitzis. So they say, even though it's no tzitzis, 
And then you say, Hakonov should chelas. But it's not right. It's not no al tzitzit. Hakonov. Psilt chelas. You give on the tzitz Hakonov, you give up psilt chelas. But naturally, when you stop and you say, Minos no al tzitzit, right? So you stop. So then it's a stop. Hakonov should chelas. Now, when you say, Dagode, you say, Kamoshinema. What did you say? Venosati mevsim b'ashamayim of oretz. And what did you say then after that? Nosati mevsim b'ashamayim of oretz. And what do you do? But no, what do you do after that? Dom veish. What do you do? He's bought the wine. He's wine, right? So you stop. But you know what? This is still the middle of the drush. It's the middle of a pasuk. Matter of fact, the pasuk is the middle of a pasuk. Venosati mevsim b'ashamayim of oretz. That's part of that posik. Right? Stop. But you didn't stop me, there's not a separate subject over here. Look, look, what does it mean of a mercy? What does a mercy mean? Wonders. What does it mean? What do the wonders mean? Where does the posik. Yeah, uh, wait a minute. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Where does the mercy come from? Where does the word of mercy come from? Where, from which posik does the mercy come from? Tess. The previous passage, we're, we're touching the passage, right? But it's a Hashem Mitzrayim Yod Chazaka, of Israel to Yavah Meir Gadol, of Aisais. So now we're touching the passage of a Mason. So the Mechil, the Mechil, the Sifri touches that what is a Mason? Zehadom. We're talking about the miracle of blood. Exactly, but Pashtus, the Rebbe learns, the, the Pashtus means that the Mark is down. There's other interpretation of the dam uh, was uh, was the sign. Let me bring down another thing. But Pashas is talking about the dam, the mark of dam of Meisim Zadam. And the Rebbe explains why does he mention Davke these three markers over there. The Rebbe explains also. Okay, the Rebbe explains because first it was that he did b'mamoynam. That's why zahadever b'mikneim, and then it was cherev was the b'chayim, and then the dam belikeim. That's the order. And that's why we mentioned these three things specifically. That's how the Rebbe learns the Pshat. But, look inside. Ove Meisim means what? Ove uh, Meisim means... When the Pasik says, when the Pasik says that I'm going to Ove Meisim Godel, Ove Meisim, Ove Meisim, what does Meisim mean? It means the blood. means the miracle, the, the, miracle the, mark of, of blood. the mark of blood. How do you know? Because it says in the Pasuk. What does it say in the Pasuk? Kamoshen Amar. No, Barry, look inside. Kamoshen Amar, because it says in the Pasuk. Wait, no, 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 no. We're up to Vemaisim here now. Vemaisim. Oh, so therefore, what do we see from there? That's the... Oh, that one where... That Meisim is one. Is, is Adam. Is the How? Is, it's said because that's the Pasik. Um, uh, so how does the Meisim of Shemayim Vahoritz tell you that it's blood? blood? I don't understand. And th- you didn't listen to what I just told you before. How does the Pasik... What's the follow of the Pasik? How does the Pasik end? Dom Beishim. Oh, Dom! The Meisim of Shemayim Vahoritz will be blood. So we see what is Mavsim? Blood. That's why Mavsim is Adam. Oh. oh, but when we read the Agode, we say, And then what do we do? We start talking about, oh, we're going to pour the Dom Vahishim. Hey! It's a middle of a... 
The same as That's the middle of the pasuk. This is lamantis. It's just like that kind of sotchelus. Just because she kissed the tzitzis didn't stop the subject over here. It's manasati meishvashmayvores. What? Now they changed it. They made it to big letter, different. They made it by itself. And you spirit. Of course, but we're still in the middle of the pasuk. Don't forget manasati meishvashmayvores. Dombeish. Wait a minute. We're not done yet. We're not yet finished. This is still in the drasha. What does Dover Acher mean? Another temptation for what? All the stuff why we do it. Yeah, because I come What is the other interpretation? What is? What are we going to interpret? What are we going to interpret? I want to know what is this. Okay, we're just going to finish this piece. Another interpretation. I want to know what is the other interpretation for what? I don't know. For for my. Uh, what is your life saying over here? What's the other interpretation? It's going back from the. Going back to the original Pasik. And the Pasik said, by, how did, which Pasik did we just touch? Pasik. How did we touch? What does Biyot Chazaka mean? Yeah, but what did we touch Biyot Chazaka means? Oh, this is a no. But what did the Yod Chazaka mean? Zadavar. Zadavar. I want them to see it. What did the Yod Chazaka mean? Yeah. What does Vizrayna to you mean? Zayachet. Well, what does Mary Godel mean? Mary Godel. Oh, Mary Wait a minute. Each one of these things you have to learn separately. We have to touch everything. Because just by saying the words, but at least I'm trying for you to understand the structure before we're going to go to the details of them. I want you to understand what's going on over here. So how did we touch? Which possible were we touching over here, finally over here? Oh. Which possible were we touching? No, which Mitzrayim. How did we touch it? We touched it one way, right? And then we touched Biyot Chazaka. Another one. We touched. No, but I says no, but I no, but I says is um, the matter. The matter. Well, the Another interpretation for this pasuk, not like we just said. Well, biyot chazaka ishtayim. Not like we just said. Another interpretation. We not don't say bzeadever. Biyot chazaka ishtayim. Bizroin etuye ishtayim. Uvemayr gadol ishtayim. Uvaisus ishtayim. Uvemaysim ishtayim. This finishes the Tseyulamad. All these four psukim that we've just had, this tells you now. I don't get it. Why, does this, why is this like going to break it up? Number one, oh, it breaks up like all these things. Because this is the Dash, we're doing this free. We're trying to expound a little bit about the story of Jesus Mitzrayim. So we brought down this Medrash and we brought this down. And this is all the way it's explained. Understand? Yeah. Understood? It's